GainesvilleMedia.com. Video game makers believe that their products are starting to attract a whole new market. The voice of the gaming generation. The competition in this industry is so fierce, but we did manage to get a glimpse into the future. Real gaming opinions. The obvious question is, of course, how long will this smashing success last for video games? The last line of the GameZilla Podcast. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grim, and with me remotely in our digital studios in the metaverse, Butterboy! Is I, Digital Butterboy, a manifestation of multiple personalities conglomerated through a cloud-based AI. I've never been real this entire time. <laughs> exactly. None of us have actually, but you know, I, uh, you know, we can't talk about that. We'll get in trouble. Um, Grim, what is it to love? <laughs> <laughs> you see, how do I feel? Does not compute. Welcome to episode <laughs> 365 of the Games Little Podcast brought to you by our digital patrons. Yeah, thank you so much to our uh, real human patrons. Patreon.com slash GameZilla Media is where you can go to become a patron. Start your patronage as low as just $1 per month. You'll get some cool perkaroos from us here on the Games Little Podcast as well. As the last action podcast, all things action movies and noobs and dragons. Go ahead, start your patronage today and help keep the Gamezilla podcast up and running. The website's our home. It's where we live. If we can't pay the bills, we won't we won't exist anymore. Help I us! I am a website. I am a website. Oh boy! Well, we don't normally record this early, and you can tell because we're slap happy and maybe not fully awake yet. Um, but anyways, welcome to uh, this episode and thank you to our patrons. We do have, we did miss last week and so we're, we're, but this week I have a charity event that I have to, that I'm a part of and I can't record at a normal time. So we didn't want to miss two weeks in a row. Butterboy came up with this idea that we take our lunch hour and record. And so here we are. Grim. Yeah. Tell me more about this charity event. I know the episode will be posted after the big stream tonight, but I know you're going to be doing some streaming for charity rounding out the month of February. Am I right? Correct. Yeah. So we, we launch, we do the kickoff today at 6 p.m. Eastern time, and it's for CS Mott Children's Hospital, Love for the Little Victors. And basically, this charity supports the therapeutic digital um, department at CS Mott Children's Hospital. And what is that? What does that group do? They they take they do take games, but they take all sorts of digital technology uh, and integrate it into the healing process for for children that are at at you know uh, at children's hospital. And so they do some really cool stuff. We've we've worked with them in the past. Uh, if you've followed Gamezilla for a long time, you know it started with us donating some gaming carts to them, and we just have never really. We just continued that that relationship with them because we love what they do. So um, every year, right around now, they do this event, and um, they've it's grown so much. I'm so proud of of this uh, department and their team and and the marketing team around them for for CS Mott because now 
they got they got you know sponsors and everything that are matching dollar for dollar. So, uh, example, the first ten thousand dollars that we raise are going to be matched by some of the sponsors. So we can have we could be looking at a really good start to this uh, to this event. But it does run through the month. So, like you said, this will probably air <laughs> after um, the event. My personal event is over, but there's a whole stream team of content creators that'll be doing streams all month long and it'll be featured by CS Mott. And then I will also just be keeping my, my own personal donation page that's tied to CS Mott. That'll be running through the month. So people will be able to uh, support this amazing cause uh, well past to, you know, today, the day that we're recording. And so if you need more details on that, you can swing by twitch.tv slash Grim the Dino. I have all the links built into my page. You can also just head right over to michiganmedicine.donordrive.com. And right there, you'll be able to search for, on that website for um, the CSMOT event. And you can, uh, you can make donations that way as well. So that's what I got going on. How are you doing, buddy? Dude, I'm I'm good. I got significantly less going on. <laughs> the uh the 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 current pinnacle of my excitement in life is my wife bought me Monster Jam tickets for Valentine's Day, so I am I am geeked up about it. When is that? End of the month. Nice. So I I'm doing I'm doing my research. I was watching the 2019 Monster Jam Championships uh you know, on uh, on YouTube, and uh, I'm I'm ready to Im- immerse myself in monster truck culture. There you go. I mean, yeah, you you live for this stuff. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> I'm so excited. I mean, you were like posting about it to like a private chat of ours, like not that long ago, ta- like kind of like hyping it up and like trying to get other people to be like, yeah, I'll buy tickets, and then and then like I don't think it really like turned into anything but not but no worries because your wife is amazing and she just made it happen yeah the um real quick side tangent she swerved me she told me she was going with with people from the gym and that i wasn't invited and it made me really upset and she didn't expect it to make me so upset but she was telling me this to see how excited i would be to potentially go and i was like why would you tell me that like you were going with other people and i wasn't i wasn't going with you and she's like i don't know it was a bad idea (laughs) wow i like moped about it for like two days i was like wow she really i mean that's like my wife she went to disney world without me so yeah whole week whole week went to star wars did all that stuff without me didn't yeah. even bring me oh. home a lightsaber. That's that's pretty cold. Yeah. Didn't even bring you home. She brought me home other Damn. stuff though, so it's all good. Nice. But. Well, I'll you know, there's a lot of excitement in the video game world, and I think we can get into what's going on in the world of Nintendo. No, I think we just need to talk about our feelings for another hour. What are feelings? <laughs> um, let's talk about our feelings revolving around Nintendo. Nice. Yep. And so uh we're gonna let we're gonna let Butterboy uh, steer here today because I had computer problems and wasn't able to do my homework. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. Take it away, buddy. Yeah, when I'm behind the wheel, it is about to be Mr. Toad's wild ride. So I hope everyone's buckled up and ready to go. Uh, We did have a big Nintendo Direct. Some people are saying the biggest Nintendo Direct ever uh, just last week. And uh, man, there was a lot of really cool stuff shown off in this Nintendo Direct. It definitely feels like the biggest one in a couple years it felt like those first few nintendo directs when the 
Switch launched, like everything was like, holy crap, I'm losing my mind. They're showing off the coolest stuff because um, everything was brand new. But this sort of laid the groundwork uh, for what we're going to see here in 2022. And that's what they said initially uh, when the Direct was announced. Like, hey, we're going to talk about games released here in the earlier part of 2022, which to me meant I had low expectations. I thought we were just going to see a couple highlights of some things that we already know about. And I wasn't expecting to see some cool surprises uh, and some stuff to really get me sort of excited as a Nintendo fan. Because to be honest, in 2021, the only thing that really moved the needle for me was Metroid Dread. And I think you're on the same page there with that one. So yeah. uh, it's some stuff that I'm like, oh, okay. Like I'm ready to, I'm ready to put some time back into being a Nintendo Switch owner. So we're going to go over some of the high level stuff. There's, there's definitely some things in here that I know myself nor Grimm are going to have big opinions on or be excited about, i.e. a lot of the JRPG stuff that was shown off, but we're going to, we're going to hit on some of that and uh, talk about some of these big and honestly surprising announcements. So one of the first things shown off was a new Fire Emblem Warriors game, Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. Uh, sort of a spin-off of the Fire Emblem Warriors, uh, I mean, the Fire Emblem Three Houses, which is the Fire Emblem game on the Nintendo Switch. Um, I mean, Warriors games are cool enough. I mean, I liked Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. I don't love the game. Hey, uh, so... I, I could save us time here. Um, yeah. Next, we don't care about yeah. Fire Emblem. I'm sure if you're a Fire Emblem fan, you're excited to just get more <laughs> Fire Emblem to play, but... Um, I'm just not a. I just like I just like this. This would be the only Fire Emblem if Warriors because of Hack and Slash. Like I've never been into the the franchise, so I don't know the characters. I don't know the story. It doesn't really do anything for me. I'm always so close to trying it. I'm and and our my next door neighbors across the street let me know like because I've let them borrow a few Switch games recently and they're like oh we have Fire Emblem if you want to try that and I'm like I kind of do. You just laugh in their face. Don't. I know. I know how it feels. <sighs> I'm just torn because I'm like, I could like it, but I also don't want to invest the time into learning it. I mean, so. the game does start with the letter F and then the only game that I play anymore starts with the letter F. So, I mean, like there is some similarity there in the first letter, but that's it. So if they <laughs> added Fire Emblem characters to Fortnite, I wouldn't and buy them. Then you had to play <laughs> Fire Emblem Warriors to unlock more things in Fortnite. Would you do it? I don't think so. <laughs> There's certain things I just don't do in in the Fortnite world when it ties to like when it ties to things I just don't care about. So like everyone got really excited that Naruto was in Fortnite, and that was definitely the time where I'm like, this just doesn't do anything for me. So um, yeah, Fire Emblem, meh. Yeah, and and so to me, it was it sort of felt like a, a slow start to the show. Like oh, okay, like it's a cool announcement, but again. Not a, I understand that not everything's going to be for me, and especially with these Nintendo Directs, because um, a lot of the games that a lot of people are excited about around uh, n the Nintendo platform aren't necessarily the things I'm excited to play, i.e. JRPGs, and that's okay. You know, So for our fans that were excited about it, we did see uh, some, some footage of, I think it's pronounced Live Alive, a remake of a game that was originally only in Japan, or this is going to be a North American release. I don't know the history of it, but it looks like it's multiple uh, short story RPGs taking place over uh, many different time periods. It actually looked like a cool game. Again, it's nothing I'm ever going to play, but I at least thought like, wow, that's something that actually looks fresh and interesting from a genre that I generally find uninteresting. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, the, con the concept looked cool. 
Yeah, we saw uh, Triangle Strategy, which is that game that I think is being made by the same people that made uh, Octopath. Um, but it's I believe this one's supposed to be a tactics-based game. We saw a little bit more of that. Uh, they showed off that Chrono Cross is coming to the Switch, so I know that a lot of people don't hold Chrono Cross in as high of regard as Chrono Trigger. But again, uh, bringing back some of these classic games that haven't been available uh, on the Switch to see them have a new life and potentially get in the hands of a new generation of gaming fans, I think that's really awesome to see because Chrono Cross was a PlayStation 1 release, right? So it's cool yeah, to it see was. it. Yep, exactly. And this is going to be a kind of a, a... I don't know if it's a full... It's not a full like HD remake or whatever, but I mean it is a slightly like cleaned up version of the game, and um, you know, yeah, like you said, it's gonna open the doors for the Chrono series to meet some new uh, some new fan, create some new fans, and possibly bring some life back to the franchise. And who knows, it could lead to a new game. Yeah, yeah, that I think a lot of people would be pretty geeked up about that. Yep. Um, we saw a little bit more of Advanced Wars 1 plus 2 Reboot Camp, which I do believe is due out this spring. Um, I don't know. Advanced Wars is something that, like, I, I kind of like, but I've never gotten fully invested in it. So, um, this is a game that I, I love seeing that it's back, but I'm not excited like I'm going to purchase it. But I, I do love that it is a revitalization of something that was a, like, pinnacle of the Game Boy Advance era of gaming. So I played this so much during the Game Boy Advance era, and it does really excite me. And, and even though it's that you know that tactic turn turn based style you know setup, it's uh, it this is like one of those games that like grabs my attention coming from a play style that really doesn't interest me anymore. But this one does, you know, like it, like you have to really hit the hit the hit the right spot for me to care when with this type of game. So like another example of that would be like uh, uh, Mario Rabbids, you know, that that was a, ta you know, a tactics style game. But like because the characters were fun, because the, the boss fights were interesting, like I, I fell into it a little bit more and, and it kept my attention. Advanced Wars reboot camp is is that for me like i do actually think i'm going to pick this up i don't think it's like it's not the you know I, we already knew it was coming it's been delayed before you know so this isn't anything where we're like super you know shocked or caught off guard or whatever i think i think my excitement is about the same i'm just waiting for it to actually come out yeah i it, I think it's a game that if I catch on sale, it could pull me back in. I, I have Advance Wars. I have a physical copy of Advance Wars 2, and I've popped it in a few times. And I've started it, but I've never gotten sucked into like putting more than two or three hours into it. And that'd be my concern with buying the game is I'm just not well, sure. I think I the it. big thing here in Chops, Chops in the uh, Games Little Live chat, which is a Patreon perk, um, the he um, he mentions that Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp has online. So, like, that's the aspect of this game that excites me is that I really enjoyed the game. I didn't necessarily, I don't, I'm not necessarily, like, getting really excited to play Advance Wars through, like, the single-player campaign a ton, right? I'll probably work my way through it one time and be like, cool, I did it. But, but the reality is, is that being able to just log online and play against your friends that's that's going to be really cool you know because back in game back in game boy advance era like you had to have a cable and you linked them together and then and that's how you played you know so it's uh that that would be really cool for some for for a game like this 
Nice. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully you don't suck me into it because I could see that happening. Yeah, no worries. We we just we just crowdfund you a copy, get you sucked in. You know, it's that next. It's Fortnite all over again. Man, and that was that's a day, a year of my life gone to Fortnite. Whole entire year of gaming. Yeah. How do you think I feel? I don't even I don't even play other games anymore. Like I, I'm I not know, even man. a gamer anymore. I've debated about <laughs> I've debated about selling my whole game wall because I'm like I don't deserve this wall anymore. Yeah, I, I I've talked with some people about potentially needing to have an intervention. Like maybe we maybe we just need to like take Fortnite away for a it's week and late, just, man. just see if he can see clearly, see <laughs> if he can late. see the world again. You know what happens if you take away Fortnite? I join Roblox and I build Fortnite inside of Roblox. Like that's what <laughs> no. like it's too late, man. It's too late. <laughs> you just gotta leave me down here. Oh, Throw me your scraps your every once in a while. We gotta, we gotta intervene. <laughs> we can't let we can't this is gone. This has gone on too far. This has gone too far. Too too long. Mm, man. Did I All mentioned right, that I had a great night last night in Fortnite. No, I assume you always have great nights. Yeah, five games, five games only. Yeah. 54 kills across five games. A Mm -hmm. 10.8 KD pulled out two crown wins. I don't want I don't want to talk about the fact that I have 81 crown wins now. Intervention, intervention (laughs) is happening. Back Uh, to the topic. Uh, other other things that came out, they they showed off a little bit of the Kingdom Hearts games that are coming that are going to be cloud versions. <laughs> I don't, I, I still don't have any experience with playing any of these cloud games, but I'm extremely nervous about potentially ever buying one of these cloud games because I just have no idea if I could trust cr- cr- cloud play on a Switch. Um, yeah, I'll I'll answer that for you. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> like like I'll answer that for you easy. No. Um also Chop says, I swear I saw you pour an energy drink all over your body the other day thinking it would work as a shield. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, it's uh it's concerning when you think that that is okay instead of sleep. You're like, let me just let me dump this blue can of drink on myself yeah. and I'll be all right. The good news though is that Chops understands the mechanics of the game, which means he's starting to fall into the Fortnite world too. One of us. One of us. Yes. All right, moving on. Uh, they showed off what uh, MLB The Show 22 is, two is going to look like on the Nintendo Switch. Which Not again, good. This is a new, <laughs> it do- doesn't look great, but what do you expect? <laughs> two frames per second, and you can play baseball. I mean, listen, I've played games that play at two frames per second, i.e. WWE 2K18 on the Switch. This looked better than that. Um, but most importantly, they announced that you will have cross progression. So if you pick a copy up on Switch, uh, your PlayStation or your Xbox version, you're going to be able to to cross progress and, you know, all your all star teams and crap that you make. Uh, you know, it's all going to be accessible. So I do think that is probably pretty key to selling copies of this version. If you're someone that just loves playing baseball video games, which Good Lord, are baseball games the worst sports game? Probably. It's barely. It, it's I, close. I, I can't do it. I can't. I can't play. I, I tried downloading the show last year on Xbox, and I, I think I made it through three innings. And I was like, holy crap, this is not fun at all. But if, if you love it and you have to continue to play it when you're not home, uh, this is an, an option for you, I suppose. Um, I mean, it's good seeing the people on Switch having access to sports franchises that have been locked out. Um, but specifically, being it was a Sony game for you know over a decade, so it, it's at least good to see for the industry. But geez, it's uh, it looked rough. 
Um, another game that, geez, it looks rough that I can't believe is coming to the Switch. Uh, no Man's Sky. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I I did watch the the direct, obviously live, and some of these I was just like, what? Like, like why? Like you know this game can't properly run on this system. You know it can't. So No Man's Sky is another one. I just I don't get it. It uh, oof. I uh, I was looking at it like, who, ugh, like who who's gonna choose this to be the way that they play No Man's Sky? I, again, I understand if literally the Nintendo Switch is the only thing you have. If you're a 12 year old and this is what your parents bought for you, because it is a great system. I know a ton of kids that have it. Um, still, maybe No Man's Sky isn't the game you want to play, kid. <laughs> maybe it's not. I don't know. We might be being a little harsh on it, but it didn't look great. No, it's probably I, not going to run great. I mean, with all the work they've put into that game, you know, and and, and just tried to make, you know, tried to turn it into really what they promised it would be in the beginning. Um, this this move, like, I get it. You want access to the millions of millions and millions of system switch systems that have been sold, and it's a it's a uh, you know platform that you haven't leveraged for your your game. That's just managed to kind of like linger on even though like it was a giant flop in the beginning and you've you kind of brought it back to life but it, i don't think it ever saw a true like success story but um i just don't get this like this is like if i'm a company and i'm pushing games like the show 22 no man's sky right and these games that i already question the fact that without cloud functionality like um the switch can't run these anywhere near the other uh consoles that are out there that are competing and so why do i want to create this like worse experience for people that are they're going to tie it to my game you don't necessarily like we're, we're over here we're blaming the switch and we're talking about the switch not having enough hardware and stuff like that but most most gamers they buy a game and when the game doesn't perform they blame the game so like yeah don't you have enough pl bad publicity, No Man's Sky, that you should probably just not do this? Yeah, maybe the, maybe this one you just is an idea, and you're like, yeah, probably not. It's probably not going to look great. For and me. the other thing I wonder too, I haven't done the research, is No Man's Sky has a ton of like uh, free DLC, free add-ons that they've they've just added functionality, new mechanics, all sorts of new stuff. All, like multiple times a year over the last several years. Is that all going to be available on the Switch? Because some of that, like, has caused where the game requires even more resources than it used to, you know. And again, we're talking about the Nintendo Switch here. Yeah, if if they came out with this as as it was a side game, it was a game that is No Man's Sky light in some sort of way. Like, I'd be more interested in buying into that being a viable game to play on this platform. But if they're trying to give you the full No Man's Sky experience, I'm just like, no thanks. Yeah, and Chops Chops comes in and says says it perfectly. The Switch library feels more like an end cap at Best Buy. You just put it on the wall there in the front. I'm sure someone will buy it. And that's really what I feel some of these third-party companies are doing is they go, oh, No Man's Sky, can you guys get this running at, like, you know, we're just just enough where it doesn't crash? Yeah? Okay, cool. We're going to throw it out there for 20 bucks or 30 bucks, and we're just going to try to, you know, milk this, this you know, platform. And unfortunately, I like... We've talked about it time and time again. Nintendo gets into this like routine where they don't care that like 
it's hard to call No Man's Sky shovelware, but in this state of what of this game, it kind of feels like shovelware, and like Nintendo just lets people shovel that into their platform all the like generation after generation of of consoles, and so to me, I kind of feel like from a from a Nintendo side, maybe we need to have a little bit more of like quality control on the uh, on the application approval process of getting my game onto your platform. That's been a complaint I've had with the Switch since about year one. You know, one once we started to see the things that were hitting the eShop every yeah. week, and after I bought some of these games, and I was like, this is atrocious. Like, <laughs> this game is terrible. And it's so the, it, there is no quality control when it comes to what's allowed to be on the platform and what's allowed to be released on the platform. That, you know, you used to have that Nintendo seal of approval on your cartridge back in the day, and then you know, like... Hopefully it's a functional game if it's not X-Men on the NES, you know, but <laughs> good God. It's like they, they, there might be three playable games out of every hundred released on that eShop. It's insane. It's insane how much garbage that you have to sort through to find something that's a, a pl- playable quality product. So, yep. yeah, it, it's concerning, but. Moving on, uh, here's a couple uh, ports of old games that I did the old thinking emoji on. I was like, maybe I am going to buy these. One is I've never played Portal, and I've always thought Portal looks cool. The Portal uh, uh, Companion Collection is coming to the Nintendo Switch. I think I would like the physics-based puzzles in it, and I do. it's always a game that I thought I would like. I just missed out on it, and maybe kind of working through that handheld could be the way to do it. Um and then the other one is they're bringing back the original Force Unleashed because that's what you do on the Switch is you port a bunch of old Star Wars games from, from uh, you know, 10 years ago. But Force Unleashed was fun. Like, I like that game. The only thing that stopped me from going back and playing Force Unleashed is I think it's going to feel old compared to Jedi Fallen Order, which right, is right. marvelous. You know, and that's, that's the thing. Like, at the time, I was like, oh, dude, Force Unleashed was sweet. And now I'm going to be like, oh, this game is not nearly as fun, you know, over 15 years later or whenever, you know, Force Unleashed came out a long time ago. But yeah. those are at least two things. I was like, oh, if they were on a deal, I'd consider adding those to my system because the age of those games, yes, they're they're ports of old games, but they're going to play just fine on the Switch, unlike No Man's Sky. I hope they play. I, mean, I hope they play okay on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I'm going to go move forward with that. Mm. But um but yeah, I mean, Force Unleashed was a really fun game, and um, hopefully they clean it up a little bit or something. I don't know. And then Portal actually, the Portal uh, collection is actually a little concerning to me because Portal was a pretty resource hungry game back in the day. And so, like, yes, the the Switch is a lot more powerful than say some of the old systems that Portal ran on. But we also have to worry about who's who's porting this right and are they going to do a good job with it and hopefully they are and also with the force unleashed that they they announced that you can play it with uh we'll call it the xbox or playstation style controls or the way i played it with motion controls Wii style hell yeah force unleashed on the Wii. you're the worst Dude, I tried I tried like three years ago to boot up a new a new file of Force Unleashed 
on the Wii, and I was like, holy shit, how do we play video games like this? How do we like the Wii is awesome? You know, it was it was atrocious trying to like wave wave my motion controls around to do the different force abilities. I was like, no, I'm we I'm I'm I can't go back. You can't go back to things like that on the Wii. Yeah, that or like I went back and played some 64 games, not like your primary games, but like some like little like off off on the edge style games, you know, like Buck Bumble and and uh, Blast Corpse and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't... Blast Corpse was literally the first game I thought of when you're like, yeah, like not like the regular games. Like, yeah. Oh, you think like Blast Corpse? Yeah, like I can't, I literally can't even tell you what I'm looking at. Like, like it's not, I'm like, I think it's supposed to be a B, but I'm not sure. Like, it's so bad, dude. Buck I Bumble is much it. more than a B. Yeah, but I, I, I legit, I tell you, I played a couple of 64 games. I was like, well, unless I go down into the basement and onto the tube TV... I have zero interest in ever playing a 64 game get again ever. They they really do look extra awful on our modern HD TVs. And I someone someone put it really well one time on a like a video I was watching. So we had the history of video games will go, you know, Atari all the way up through the Super Nintendo generation. And that was that was, you know you look at these games on super Nintendo and you're like, Holy crap. Like this is beautiful pixel art. Like it can't get better than this. Like artistically they, they figured it out. And then it was like the whole video game industry reset for learning how to do polygon art and make that look good. Right. So, you know, there in the mid nineties, it was, it was like starting over again. So when we were, in the early nineties playing Atari games is really similar to nowadays, or let's call it five years ago playing N64 games and, and original PlayStation Sega Saturn games. So. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. And, and then those just, of course, aged awful. So, yeah. All right. What else we got uh, on this list? <laughs> Uh, a game that I'm probably going to play, but not on the Switch. There's not a lot to say here. It's going to be a free-to-play game, so it's going to be uh, pay-to-win, and I'm sure my wife will have me paying a lot of money for it. Disney Speedstorm. It's a kart racing game with Disney characters. Yep, yep. If, you, heck, if, you've, if you're tired of uh, Mario Kart, then you can shift on over here. If you've already played Sonic's whatever racing BS, then here you go. Here's your next one. Yeah, no, another kart game to play. At least it's free-to-play, so... It can be tried out, and then I mean, if I can, if I can race and, and, and as Stitch, then I'm in. You know, I'm gonna hold you to that. All, All right, right. <laughs> moving on. Uh, they showed off that the the new the in the upcoming Cuphead DLC is gonna hit on the Switch. I think we knew that that was yep. happening because we assumed that Cuphead DLC was hitting everywhere. Um, they showed off a free update, which I was really disappointed with essentially what it was, but a free update is coming to Metroid Dread. One <laughs> is a Dread mode that is a one-hit kill, yep. which honestly just sounds like a terrible time. Yeah, like I'm uh, never going to play it. <laughs> no, no, you have to be an insane Not person even to do that. try it. And then the other mode that does sound that's coming in the future that actually sounds fun is Boss Rush. They're dropping a, a Boss Rush on. Yeah, that does sound cool. cool. But like but like Dread mode like legit I've learned throughout my, my years of gaming 
there are modes that I should stay away from that cause me to break controllers and do dumb stuff. And, and that's what this mode is. So I just know better because I will have a good run and I will get deep into the game and then something stupid will happen and the whole switch will fly across the room because it'll all be attached. It won't be just a controller. I'll lose the whole system against a brick wall or something. So I just know better. The, uh, the next announcement we're going to talk about here uh, had uh, potential for there to be some, some, uh, some chatter in the Legend of Retro and uh, Nintendo chat uh, because Xander made the bold claim that if Mother 3 was announced for uh, <laughs> in this direct that he would bring back the Legend of Retro, which the other Legend of Retro guys were like, wait, what, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> they announced that Earthbound is being added to the nintendo switch online service and also earthbound beginnings which i think was an nes game i don't know anything about earthbound um again not my thing but i know a ton of people have been like why isn't earthbound on the, the snes online so it should have been like one of the launch games because it is such a beloved game in the super nintendo library it's a it's a cult classic and it's one of those games that nintendo a lot of nintendo fans really really love so it, it's crazy that that wasn't already added, but they made the announcement that that's coming, and then Earthbound Beginnings, the the now, prequel that might have been the NES or whatever. These are coming to the to the SNES like library, or are these like you buy them separate? Nope these are com these are coming to Switch Online, and they're in the base Switch Online subscription. They're not part of the expansion. Okay. Okay. So a lot, lot yeah. of excitement around that one. Yeah, I saw the I saw the um you know the the titles pop up on screen i go oh cool you know like i personally haven't put a lot of time in earthbound but like you said we have you know it has a big following especially even just within our community and so here's another way that they're going to be able to enjoy that right from the switch which is cool all right uh this one i don't think there's a ton to say here they should have more footage of kirby and the forgotten land some more of the abilities and my assessment of it oh it looks like kirby odyssey because it really does look like the kirby yeah. version of mario odyssey i'm not complaining about that like no, i think it thing. i think it looks like a really nice game uh so it's cool to see that that looks like it's gonna be a a very fun 3d kirby game yeah yeah no it looks good if you're a kirby fan you should be excited they showed us more Splatoon 3, and I, I can't, because I'm a pervert, get the idea out of my fact that, that that 3 logo in Splatoon 3 just looks like a weird squiggly dick. Like, I understand it's supposed <laughs> to be like a squid. It looks it looks so, like, Nintendo, come on. Someone's like, I'm going to make a dick in this logo, and uh, it's a little out of control. But uh, I... I don't know they showed off what the uh, the the uh, this new version of Salmon Run is going to be like some of the bosses and some of the excitement. Salmon Run was super fun in Splatoon 2. Um, I still keep saying that you need to show me that uh, partying and matchmaking makes more sense in this game for me to even think about buying it. Um, but yeah, more more Splatoon is good, but I don't know if I'm going to buy into this generation of Splatoon. Yeah, I mean the the matchmaking and just partying and stuff has to be fixed. I can't like I can't like this game dr is driven driven behind multiplayer and i just hate the fact that i can't control my party and be like all right i'm gonna play with my friends when every other multiplayer game known to god does exactly what i want it to do and yet this game still for some reason is like wait are we on the same team this round no okay cool well maybe next round like what what is that so um unless you play ranked which i don't want to do so 
<clears throat> just super annoying, and um, hopefully they get a fix. As far as what they showed in this direct, though, yeah, I mean, it, like there were some new stuff to it, but at, I'll, I won't lie to you. When we first started watching, I was like, wait, are they showing Splatoon 2 stuff here? Because, like, isn't this the same thing we did in Splatoon 2? And then, like, the boss fights, like, showed us a little bit of new stuff. But, like, overall, at the beginning, I was like, um, guys, did you put, did you, did you load the wrong clip up or something? Whoops a daisy. All right. So, uh, in there, there's, again, a few smaller announcements that I just didn't really think we need to dig into here on the Zombie show. Army obviously, 4. Yeah. Obviously, if you're really excited about some of these smaller announcements, Go ahead and watch the direct uh, by all means, but we're just giving you our take on, on what we saw. And I'm going to hit these three in order of my personal excitement. And I think your excitement might be in line with them. And then we'll close the show with what was the big closer of the show as they tend to do with these Nintendo directs. So the first thing, and again, this was totally a surprise. All of these were surprises from here. Yeah. Um, they announced that the, I guess it's the third game in the series now. Uh, we're getting Nintendo Switch Sports, which is an updated version of Wii Sports, minus some of the fun games in Wii Sports and adding some games that don't look fun at all. So obviously bowling's <laughs> back and everyone's excited about bowling. Uh, sword fighting, which was part of the Wii Sports Resort, is here. Uh, tennis, which honestly was one of the least fun games on the Wii. That was one of the big ones they promoted here. Um, badminton is here. Come on uh maybe volleyball and then was there like soccer goal shooting or something I, I i i don't know there there was like some other modes in here but like baseball was really fun on the wii it's gone they said they're adding golf later um this one's gonna have a leg strap so you can do some like moving around and stuff but overall as a package i went uh i don't want to i don't want to buy that like <laughs> like i still have a functioning wii and I don't know if the games they put in this package would in any way motivate me to buy it. I could be wrong. It could be super fun. But I was like, uh, they left out sports that I think a lot of people would be excited to play and added, like, I don't want to play badminton. We, you right. have tennis. Like, yeah, they're, they, they're very similar games. Exactly. So uh, this one, I think it's only going to be a $40 game. So that could potentially entice me to buy it. But overall, the games they chose to put in this package uh, came across as a letdown to me. Yeah, I, you know, it's weird. I think uh, I think the Wii Sports back in the day, you know, came with the system, and so there was a lot, you know, around that a lot of success around that. And I know they re they released the 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 resort, and I, and then the resort did okay, but it wasn't Wii Sports. And Wii so, Sports like, Sports is the number one selling video game on any Nintendo platform. It's yeah, like probably like think, number three after Minecraft and Tetris. And I think that's so skewed though, because they were just, you know, they're counting the fact that they, it came packaged in the system. Yeah. But you know, and, and I mean, so, um, but my problem here is I feel like the, 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 the way the world is nowadays, like, like this Nintendo switch sports, it's just, it doesn't hit the same way it used to. And the fact that you're just kind of regurgitating some of the stuff that, sh that gave you success in the past tells me you don't even know what to, you don't have any good ideas to advance this concept any further. And again, it's kind of like mini games, a demo disc almost is how I, how I looked at it in, in the beginning. But 
for me to spend 40 bucks on this, like I'm just not going to, and you know, unless someone comes back and says, Oh my God, you know, bowling is a whole, you know, they've added so much to bowling. It's so good, you know, or something like that. And I know I can like, um, enjoy it with like, like the thing that I always, always sticks to me with bowling is like my mom and dad who aren't gamers loved the Wii and they loved to bowl. And, and, and though you weren't a fan of tennis, they loved to play tennis. So like, it was a way for me to get a video game controller in their hand and actually game with them and then want to do it versus, you know, them being good parents and just saying like, yeah, I'll play games with you even though I don't want to. Right. So, um, so I mean like that aspect to me is interesting, but I also don't live with my parents anymore. So it's not like I can sit there and like, be like, you know, on a daily basis, be like, you know, Hey mom, you want to play some, some bowling? You know, like it's just, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I still play Wii Bowling with my nephew when he comes over. He really likes it. So again, why spend $40 when Wii Bowling is good enough? Exactly. Now, you could just sell your golf simulator you have in your garage and just play Wii Switch Golf. It's good. It's good. I don't think that's the exact. I don't think so. I'm not sure. They'll get $40 out of me if they had disc golf. They'll there you go. The, the Wiimote. There you go. See? To throw the, throw the disc, but they won't do that. One of the, fastest, one of the fastest growing sports, period, and they're not going to add it? Come on, Nintendo. But we it. got badminton. People love it in Ukraine or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. The fastest uh, dying sport ever? Do you get that one? Badminton. Uh, all right. So here is uh, here's one that confused people, but I'm super excited about. There were rumors of Mario Kart 9 being announced, or maybe they're calling it uh, Super Smash Kart. Like, there's been a lot of rumors, but no, they just dropped that they're coming out with a Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass, a $25 DLC pack, or it's included if you have the Switch Online Expansion Pack, that they're dropping... 48 more courses into Mario Kart 8 from across multiple generations of Mario Kart games. I love Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I still play it's a game I still play quite a bit here at my house and I mean, if you're going to drop 48 more courses on me over the next 2 years, like absolutely I'm going to buy it. 25 bucks is a super fair price and that's a shit more Mario Kart to play. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot um you know, I know every. I know a lot of people were mixed because they were hoping for Mario Kart Nine, but like I'm kind of in this boat of like, what can Nintendo do right now to make Mario Kart Nine like for a reason to have Mario Kart Nine versus just continuing to build Mario Kart Eight, right? Yeah. And so like in this in this like world that we're in right now of like games as a service where you get you have a video game and it just evolves and grows and changes over time like Nintendo is not necessarily doing exactly that with Mario Kart 8 but but they are they are supporting a game with DLC at a level that we've never seen them do ever before ever I mean, Mario Kart 8 getting this much DLC on top of already having a deluxe version, on top of already having some other DLC that hit, like, they are continuing to support a game that they made how long ago? And, like, you should be happy about that because it gives you replay value. It gives you, it gives, it's, it continues to keep that game relevant if you're a fan of that game. So I think... I think it's a it's a it's a great move. You're getting the amount that you're getting for the price. It seems like a like a steal, which I know you know recently some of the other stuff that Nintendo made the announcements are we we thought were ripoffs. So you know, yeah, I think this is a it's a really good really good call by Nintendo. 
Yeah, it's like I think it's doubling the amount of courses from the from what you had or more. Like it's a ton. It's adding a ton of playability because that's that's like where I'm at with Mario Kart. It's like yeah, I still really have fun playing it, but you know I am a, you know, I've been playing those courses for years now. So having having new tracks to play is going to completely revitalize my excitement around playing uh, Mario Kart Eight. My big thing about it though is we're not getting all 48 courses right at once, and I get that. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. But please, 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 when, and I don't, maybe they already have this and I just haven't seen it, have a roadmap because Nintendo likes to do this thing where, like, we're going to add games to our library whenever we feel like it. Right. And yeah. it's like, well, I paid you money and now I just, I don't know what I'm going to get. It just happens when it happens. Like, I, I would like Mario Kart 8's booster course pass to have a roadmap where it's like, you get 12, you're going to get 12, you know, uh, courses in, in, July, you're going to get 12, cor- 12 more courses here. You know, break- just give me a roadmap so that way, you know, people have a, you know, a certain level of expectation. And if a delay happens, a delay happens, but at least yeah. there's a roadmap in place. I think I think they did lay something out like these are supposed to end by the end of 2023. You know, like they, they yeah. did. They did give a rough, rough estimate and it looked like they were going to put them out eight tracks at a time. So two circuits at a time. Okay. Um, spread out, you know, several months apart over the next two years. So okay. Um, so yeah. I, again, I, I was good. The the brief thing I saw that I think was official from Nintendo, I was good with that timeline. So I'm excited. All right. Up next is a a series is a game that has long been dormant, and Nintendo fans have been clamoring constantly saying we want more we want more bring it back we need this game and nintendo finally listened arms 2 hell yes we are getting more arms <laughs> no. for a Mario? second i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie dude for a second there i scrolled through this the sheet you sent me and i was like did i did i miss this like is it actually on here thank god it's not oh uh, mario strikers Battle League football was announced. If you are a child, because this game hasn't, the last one of these games was released 15 years ago or whatever. Mario Strikers is Mario Soccer and it's awesome. Yeah. This, this was the thing that like I watched to the direct while I was like laying in bed half asleep because I was like, I'm an old man. So I was taking like a, like a middle afternoon nap or whatever. And, uh, and then I heard Mario Strikers, and I literally I just like shot out of my bed, and I was like, "Wait, wait what?" Grabbed my phone, and I and I was like, "Oh my god, it's finally happening!" You like Grandpa Joe when Charlie got that golden ticket? You yeah. hopped out of bed yeah. and started dancing. That's it. This is the game that, like, out of all games from this direct, out of out of you know, besides Metroid over the last the next the last year and this year, this is the game. I've been waiting for. This is the game that will find its way to Twitch and I will actually stream it instead of Fortnite. This is the game that I will set the Fortnite controller down and pick up my Switch and play some Mario Strikers Battle League football. And I'll tell you what, it wasn't just a little trailer. They showed us a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, they did. It's going to be sweet. So this is yeah you got it right on the dot. Of course, this you you knew this was going to be my my hype moment of the entire direct. This was the thing that like I wasn't expecting. It, you know they dropped it. We hadn't heard we hadn't heard anything about it, and so for me it was just like yes, thank you, finally. And uh, you know, and I like for me, I started like looking around my room. I'm like, where are my switches at? Like they're around here somewhere. I gotta get them ready. I don't even know when this game. When's this game come out? 
Uh, I'm not sure if they yeah, gave us a exactly. date or a timeline. Let me look real quick. I mean, it's supposed to be this year, right? I think so. Yeah, like because I, th- I thought everything they showed was supposed to be 2022 or, or to some extent. So we'll get it like December 31st, guys. Don't worry. Let's see. Do we have a date here? I'm on GameStop's website. Dude, the, <laughs> dude, June. June 10th is the date they have on here for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, I thought, all right. I mean, we can wait. We can wait four months for this. Dude, I'm excited about this one. Yeah, yeah. I I, I haven't played a ton of Mario Strikers, but what I have played, it's just fun. And again, I'm... I've always been a big fan of the different Mario sports games. Um, I like pick up and play sports experiences. Uh, I like the fun and the chaos that's created when it's a Mario game. So th- I'm I'm very excited about this. This will 100% be a day one buy for me. Yeah, this is a day one buy. Um, I'm really excited. You know, like I thought I thought like Mario Golf was really going to like that was going to get into it. And I did really like the game and there was a lot of modes, but like um like this is the game that like will i'll put some time into because it's gonna be fun it's gonna be arcadey you know soccer you know and but at the same time like they just it's just there's nintendo does a really good job of taking like those those arcadey fun games that they build around around their characters but also creating enough enough depth uh depth that like I don't know. It just it feels like you can grind. It feels like you could work towards stuff, and so I'm I'm really excited to see Mario Strikers Battle League like it's full to its full extent. Like we got a really good view of the trailer and talking about some stuff, but at the same time, we know there's more, uh, you know, to be told about this game. And uh, yeah, and lastly is a game that again it's it's not as much hype as the last couple games that we talked about here for us personally. But it's it's really cool to see uh, something that was considered a niche game that was a, a Japanese game that barely touched uh, anyone here in the States becoming something that's a big deal to Nintendo and is becoming a core game to the fan base. They announced as the final thing to show off for this Nintendo Direct that Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is coming and it's on its way. This will be the fourth game technically in the Xenoblade Chronicles series. Um, I know we have some friends that have really enjoyed, especially Xenoblade Chronicles 2, really hyped, really lit. They loved the game. Uh, so, I mean, to see Nintendo really investing in having a core uh, RPG franchise that's a big, expansive world that is a, a, a becoming one of their marquee titles, you love to see it. it. It doesn't do it for me. It's not my style of game. You've listened to the show. You already know that. I could probably stop saying it, uh, but... It's still exciting to see, and I'm excited for the fans that are, you know, geeked up about the game. And I do think that this was, you know, probably the right big announcement to end the show on. Even though we're more hype about Strikers, uh, this is probably a, a bigger deal for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Xenoblade has really turned into something, like you said, that's global instead of just regional. And so, I mean, it's good for them, and I'm happy to see it. Uh it's not, I played some of the first and second, um, but I never, it never really like kept grabbing me. And I think part of it is like, yes, I think it gets really, really good. And I, and we do know friend, have some friends that really, really enjoy it. But like, I, you know, they, they sunk hundreds of hours into the game. Like, and I just don't do that. Um, you know, and so like, you have to put in so much time to, to kind of get the ball rolling. And that's where I feel like for me, I was like, 
well, I think I'm going to, I'm going to pass, you know, just like the persona persona series. Like I, it seemed interesting to me, but again, it was like, you'd listen to our good friend EA, you know, spuds and you'd be like, yeah, you know, I'm 150 hours in. I'm like, well, going to pass. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he ain't scared about putting time in games. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's where I'm at, but, um, it looks really cool. Uh, you know, obviously the continuation of this franchise is huge and very important now at this point for Nintendo. And it's also very important for uh, JRPG, I think, uh, to have to have such a, uh, you know, foundation staple, like like just strong foundation for a game that's not, you know, it's not Zelda. It's not, you know, something like that that Nintendo can can build on and, and have seemed to do a good job uh, time and time again. So. Yeah, it, it'd be a conversation maybe for another day, maybe something to put on Patreon. Maybe if we should go through and, and rank the current state of where we think Nintendo's franchises are. And I'd be really curious how high up the ladder Xenoblade, the Xenoblade series currently would be. And I think maybe that's something fun we'll do uh, yeah. maybe in a pre-show and, and put it on, on Patreon in the future so everyone can stay tuned for that. But that is our rundown of the Nintendo Direct for February 2022. Obviously, we want to know what you were excited about. Get in the Discord. There's already been a lot of chatter, a lot of excitement around it. And uh, what was the game you were the most hype about? What, uh, what do you think is the biggest miss? And uh, love to hear from you there. Yeah, can I make one note here? Um, the thing that I totally forgot to mention about Mario Strikers is online clubs. Yeah. You can build online clubs, and then you can go against other clubs. So, again, like, we're starting to see some more online features in these games that they announced this direct. And, of course, it, it creates concern because uh, is it going to work? But if it does, it sounds really cool, and I feel like Nintendo's actually taking some some chances here and trying some more online functionality with their games, which is uh, uh, very important to me. I totally agree. But yeah, just like uh, just like Butterboy said, hop in the Discord, come talk to us, you know, um, and and let us know what your feelings on the direct, what you're most excited about, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll keep the conversation going there. Thank you for tuning into episode 365 of the Games Little Podcast, brought to you by our patrons. Yeah, thank you so much to all of our patrons and all our supporters, patreon.com slash gamezillamedia. If you're not a patron, you're enjoying the show, consider throwing us a dollar a month. It uh, Every little bit goes a long way to helping us continue to grow and thrive as Gamezilla Media, and we appreciate all of our patrons. Absolutely. All right, everybody, we have to get back to uh, our day jobs because, you know, that's how it works. So uh, everybody have a great day. Great night wherever you're at. Stay safe. And remember, we are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, game on. Game on.